Welcome to the Good is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely. And I am Lloyd Day. Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills. These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. The Good is Cold podcast will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques. Let's get started. There was a tennis tournament happening. I don't remember which one. Do you remember which one it was? I think it was the French Open. French Open. 2019. And two tennis players. I think it was Federer. No, it was was Nadal and one of the other top five seeds. Okay, yeah. And they were interviewing these tennis players separately. And they asked them the same question. They said, hey, what is the one thing that you've really been working on? And two tennis players had the same answer on separate occasions. Two out of two that were asked that question had exactly the same answer. Two out of two, yep. And you know what that answer is? What? It was, they are working on staying positive on the court. Staying positive on the court. And, you know, everyone's court is different, right? So, like, Austin, my husband, is training for an Ironman right now. And there's so much training that goes into that. And your court, like, to me, is the practice and it's also the game. And so the one thing he, you know, when he comes in and he's kind of hurting and he's tired, I'm like, hey, stay positive on that court. Stay positive on that that trail. Stay positive in that swim, in the water. Stay positive, positive, positive. And there's a few reasons why this is so critical and we're going to talk about them. But I want you to think about for a second, like your court. I mean, my court is Instagram. Like that's where I play my game. That's where I do my Instagram stories. That's where I'm selling in conversations. That's also my court. Um, What's your court, Loy? My court would be running my business. Yeah. It would be interacting with clients. Mm Mm-hmm. It would be developing content, mm-hmm. working on this clearly confident material, trying to make it the and best for we ambassadors, can make it. yeah. But also, like I know you and I, we're really big on exercise and eating well, and you know we train like athletes because our our game is life, like our court is life. And what about home? What about my yeah. marriage, my family? That's a court as well, and making sure to stay positive on that court is so huge. And you know, we've talked about how life can be really hard, but. You know what makes it really even much harder than it has to be? When you're negative. When you're negative. When you're negative on that court. There's a great quote there. He says, you can't really do anything with a positive attitude, but you can do everything better with a positive attitude. Yeah, 100%. So we're going to talk about some tips on staying positive on the court uh, when it comes to different parts of your life and, and how you can be better at that. Let's talk about the three points we're going to use on the positive attitude on the court. The first point is the positive attitude can be developed. And the second point is you need to understand your competence, what you are good at. And third, put it in perspective. Mm -hmm. So the first part, 
Positive attitude can be developed. Remember that we do. We represent ourselves. We represent our family, our product, our company, our team, our God. We are always on stage. Mm-hmm. We're always representing something. Yeah. And we never want to show body language that we're behind. Have you ever noticed mm-hmm. that? I, I watch this tennis. I enjoy watching Me tennis. too. I love it. And what... I've learned by watching tennis, and this is something I haven't always done, and I still struggle with, I have to tell myself, but I love when you can watch a tennis match, and you're just watching the body language of the players, Oh yeah, and you cannot even tell who's ahead or who's behind because of that body language. Oh, yeah. You take the score away, and you take away the sound, and you just watch them, and you can tell. Or... You can watch them and you can tell because yeah. you can read their body language. Oh, 100%. It's crazy. And what's the, and like, okay, so I've also been watching um, Coco. She's this 15 year old superstar that beat, was it Venus? It was Venus, not Serena. She beat Venus kind of early on in Wimbledon. And I noticed she was playing this girl and uh, Coco was down and she started coming back up and you could see it in her body language. She was keeping her composure and the other girl's body language started to go down. Okay. She started to kind of slump her shoulders. You could tell she was getting a little bit mad. And honestly, as the match went on, I kept seeing the crowd just like get more and more and more excited for Coco. And while, yes, there are so many reasons to love Coco, she's so young, but as the match went on, they just started to roar even more and more. And you know what that tells me? When you look defeated, you will be treated like you are being defeated. And when you are treated like you are being defeated, you will become defeated. But just as strong as the opposite, right? If you look like a winner, you will be treated like a winner. And when you're treated like a winner, you will become a winner. Yeah. I have an example, a true story of this. This Tell is us. on me. Tell me. Probably maybe 20 years ago mm-hmm. on me. I was in my agency running the business. We're probably about 10 years in or 10 to 12 years in, and I didn't have very many carriers. I really had that one carrier mm-hmm. that I was depending on, and we'd taken some rate increases, and it seemed like we weren't very competitive at all, mm-hmm. and I had taught myself into, well, we're not competitive. I can't even compete right now, and I'm defeated, mm. and I was walking around the office negative and defeated. Really? And one of the guys in my office, Brian, mm-hmm. He looked at me and he said, Lloyd, if you act defeated, the rest of the people are going to feel defeated as well. Brian said that to you? Yeah. Wow. He's still with him today. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, I have an open door policy. I want to hear the oh, yeah. of myself. And he felt comfortable telling me that. Oh, yeah. And it kind of caught my attention. Mm. I said, he's right. Yeah. And I started trying to change my attitude. I started to get mm-hmm. some pep around the office, tried to pick my step up, tried yeah. to walk around with purpose, tried to get excited. And all that was just the fact that you have to act like you're winning, mm-hmm. whether you are or not. Yeah. And, you know, we work with a lot of multi-level marketing leaders. And the minute that they come into our training and they're like, well, it's just so hard to motivate my team to do better. You know, there's so many other competitors there's so much out there and I just don't want to have to make them do it and manage people. And I'm like, well, congratulations, because that's what you're getting. 
you know? But if they have the attitude of like, man, this is the best opportunity. It is the best product. It has just the most incredible thing. I can't wait to watch my team crush it. They're going to crush it. Man, what a story. I think we can just stop this podcast. Man. That is it. Yeah. When, when you will act that way and walk and live that way, everything changes. Yeah. Everything. The, you, the people that follow you, mm-hmm. the example you're setting, your results, oh, yeah. your happiness, everything mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. Another example with me was back during the downturn of 2008, 2009. Yeah, I remember that. I, I, was, I don't remember what age I was, but I was young. And I remember vividly that you being in, in a different place during that downturn. Well, I was caught in a position like a lot of people. I had too much leverage. I had yeah. too much debt. I bought the, the, you the know, building. Bought, bought a building, had it. Leverage pretty big. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, I don't know where this economy is going. Yeah. I may be in trouble here. Yeah. And I was being defeated listening to negative material, listening to all the news. The news. And I recognized it. Finally, I said, what am I doing? And I turned off the news and started listening to positive motivational material. Mm-hmm. Which were probably tapes back then. Yeah, maybe. maybe CDs. CDs. But, but I turned. Mm-hmm. It turned me around just by changing what I was listening to. Wow. That's so, why we're so passionate about input. Absolutely. And the other part is that number two was understand your competence. And this goes back to what we talk about a lot is take inventory. Where are you? What are your skills? What are your abilities? What do you have? So recognize your competence and then start working from there. Macy, what do you do to try to stay within your confidence to stay positive? Man, you know, some people really struggle to delegate. I'm not one of those people. Literally, anytime I do something, I'm like, is this something someone else can do? If so, who can I give it to? Because I know my strengths are discovery calls, selling, being on Instagram. That's a place that I do a lot of my on-the-court work, right? Writing content reading content uh and yeah that's that's pretty much my strong suit and my strengths anything else i'm like okay give it away and you motivate your team well Mm -hmm. as well as your uh participants out in your instagram store you're a very good motivator thank you good relationship builder well i have a deep belief in this so it's easy to do that what are your strengths loy that you stay, you have a lot of strengths. What's hard, what's hard about you, Loy, is that people will need you so much and you're pulled in a lot of directions because everybody wants your input on something. Yes, but my strength is not that great. They may, they're going to get my input. It, that doesn't mean it's the right input. It's 50 50 a lot of times. Yeah. And if I feel strong about it, I'm going to give them more input than they want to hear, probably. Mm-hmm. But I would say my strength, the things that, I guess that I thrive on, that I get excited mm-hmm. about, is uh, I believe in in, in, in personal growth. Yeah. I like to grow. I like to learn new things. I'm really working hard on on being the right person for my family, mm-hmm. setting the right examples. And um, I love business. I love being in the game. Mm-hmm. I really thrive on being in the game if it's a game I'm good at. Right. Uh, some things I'm not that good at. Like, for instance, I would not do very well flipping houses. Mm-hmm. I don't understand real estate. I'm not comfortable with real estate. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, understand construction that well. So I stay away from that. Yeah. I stay in the uh, in the insurance, the selling world, 
in the clearly competent uh, training world, I yeah. really love the sales training. I think it's You're so, so, good at so it powerful. Yeah. I'm passionate about it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just like to stay within my strengths. Yeah. And, you know, knowing your, your competence, like, that's a great way to stay positive on the court. I know when I played tennis, my sweet spot was that cross-court forehand. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Man, I love that cross-court forehand. I would just nail it. <laughs> And I would try to keep it there. Like, I would hit the ball in any way possible to keep it in that cross-court forehand. Now, I was able to get it back and stay consistent in other parts of the court, but I loved playing in where I was the most competent. And that kept me positive because when you're good at something, you're usually pretty happy about doing it, right? Which is going to keep you positive on the court. Now, that doesn't mean if I get a volley and I have to come up to the net that I'm not going to be excited about tackling that challenge, but I'm going to do everything I can to keep it cross-court. And that goes around with look for strategies and angles yeah. to help you get in your sweet spot. Absolutely. And you're doing that on tennis and you're doing it in your, in, mm-hmm. your, in your business because you try to delegate what you're not good at. Yeah, for sure. And I really would like to keep my team in what they are good at as well. So, you know, we've we've hired this person to help us with some systems so that we can effectively be in our sweet spots, which is going to help us love what we do and delegate out whatever we, we don't enjoy or, or to somebody who could do it better. Yes. And you're going to you're going to just build momentum with you going to have your passion and you're going, to, you're going to experience little wins because you're in your sweet spot. And mm-hmm. as you experience those wins, you get more excited. So yeah. We really like little wins. Oof, when man. We, when we bring a new producer in, we try to get them in a position that they're getting little wins. Yeah. Even a new employee, we're trying to get them those little wins. Oh, man, that's key. Yeah, to build that motivation, build yeah. that confidence. Listen, I mean, in a little win, you know, uh, when you get an Instagram message, typically that's that's exciting for engagement. People are watching your stories or listening to you and they message you. That's a win. Like You should be excited that people are messaging you and acknowledge that as a win and see that as something to be positive about on your court. Celebrating that is such a big deal. Yes. And the last thing we had here was play from your strength, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about that a little because you did that in tennis. You'd say you'd try to set yourself up for that cross hand, Mm -hmm. cross court forehand. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to touch base on kind of adjusting your angles as you need. You know, uh, we used to do a lot of webinars and our first couple ones were really, really successful. We had awesome launches and, you know, we started doing things a little bit differently and they weren't converting as well as we'd like to. And I remember kind of being like, dad, what are we going to do? Like this isn't working. And so we got a different angle which was Instagram lives. And so we took those Instagram or we took those webinars and we basically transferred it into Instagram lives every single morning. And now we're kind of rebranding and figuring things out and basically redoing everything of clearly confident. So we're pausing on the Instagram lives, but guess what we're doing right now? Podcast. We're adjusting to a podcast. We're doing all of these different angles because it's part of the game to adapt and to stay positive within the angles that you're taking and to be excited about them. And don't approach a podcast or approach Instagram Live as like, oh man, this is my backup plan. No, no, no. You approach these as I am so excited to try this new angle and to do something different. It might not be my strength yet, but with enough enough repetitions and enough practice, it will become your strength. Strength. I agree with that. That's that's very true. Yeah. And the th- third thing we have here is put it in perspective. I mean, at the end of the day, 
the, all the fun, the journey, the hard work, the, the, the grind, all that is where the fun is. Once you get there, it's like, that's it. I need something else. (laughs) Yeah. It's so true. The anticipation is the best part. Yeah. The, the upfront, the work, the grind, that's where the fun is. I remember when you guys were in carpool world (laughs) and Lynn and I were taking you guys all over the place and it would seemingly seemingly be the worst time. Oh my gosh, we got to do this and this and this. We've got to this. We're so busy. Then we got to come home and do homework and all these things. But that grind was possibly the best time ever. Hmm. When you look back, you say, man, that was great. You got a lot of quality time with us in those moments. Yes, a lot of teaching moments, a lot of quality time, a lot of time for you to learn what it takes to make it, you know, the hard work. So the grind is where the fun was. It's not, well, we did it. It's over. It's like mm-hmm. the, the fun's over. Yeah, that was the uh, your court. That carpool line was your court, wasn't yeah. it? Your parenting court. Exactly. Now it's just a memory. And so that's why we always need continuous challenges and just embrace those challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next point I want to talk about is, is setting a, a trigger. Set up a trigger to know that, hey, you're about to approach your game. So I know a lot of tennis players, they probably have a, you know, a ritual. You know, I see them with their headphones on. They're probably listening to something really inspirational or motivational. And maybe they do the same stretches that they do kind of as a trigger that they're walking onto the court. I know for me, I listen to uh, rain, like the sound of rain. I have an app that does that. And I just turn it way up and it just kind of puts me in the zone. I also have my same cup of coffee a little half and half with a sprinkle of cinnamon and i am just triggered to know okay i'm on the court and i'm ready to get it i love that <laughs> you remember the guy you read a book about when he walks through the doors mm-hmm. when he walks through the doors oh, yeah tell that story right quick yeah so this is brendan mouchard he uh talks about he makes um the doorway a trigger for him he says every time he walks through a doorway he just reminds himself that he's about to be the best version of him just in that moment he said even when I walk through a bathroom door that doorway is my trigger of like okay I am here and I'm going to be the best version of myself I am going to be a leader and I just love that so much whether you're walking through a grocery store whether you're walking you know into your your bathroom take a shower you're walking to your kid's bedroom to put them to sleep you are walking in as the best version of you Honestly, that's one of the best things I've heard. I love that. Yeah. If you're walking into the grocery store or walking out, you're still walking through a door. That's right. That's right. Now let's talk about leadership. And we talk about in here how the world needs leadership. So many people in this world are looking for leaders. Mm. And we don't say we're a leader. We become a leader by our example. Mm. About this, about all these things we're talking about, if you just do them and live them out and lead and not look to the left or right, but look forward and ahead to where you're going, that's when you start becoming a leader. And eventually people will follow, but this is a great step towards leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I bet uh, when when a player is on the court, I love thinking about a game. I just love it so much. But I bet when a player is on a court, they're not thinking about the last match that they played. No. They are thinking about what they are doing in the moment and upcoming thinking about the future, being, whether they won the last match or whether they lost the mat- last match, that is in the past, and leaders do not dwell in the past. You know, I've already thought of an answer, just in case I get asked one. Okay, what? If someone says, Loy, what is the accomplishment 
that you're most proud of? Mm. You know what my answer is? What? The next one. <laughs> That's good. Because there's no point looking in the back, it's, looking behind you. Yeah, it's over. You know, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, so true. And that's the mindset I really think we want to go with. The past is the past. Yeah. It's the next one. That's what matters. Yeah, I love that so much. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast about being positive on the court. So crucial. I want to let you know about the Good is Cool event coming up August 10th at 7 p.m. in the Roswell Historic Cottage. I'm speaking along with Shannon Monson and Andy Thompson and Loy here is doing a Q&A. We already got a couple questions in for you, Loy, but a lot of them are going to be live, so that's going to be exciting. Our next couple of Clearly Confident sessions are coming up. We only have four left the rest of the year. The one coming up the soonest is August 23rd through the 20th. 25th. You can check out, check out our website for the remaining dates, macymcneely.com or clearlyconfident.co.